0: Hi! Hey, this is uh, episode number 26 of No Laugh Track. My name's Justin Severson. I'm here with a guy, uh, let's just get it out of the way, he's got a really weird
1: name. Hannibal, where did that come from? He's such an asshole. (laughs) 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 My name is Cy, and I'm the best. Wait a second.
0: uh, Cy? Yeah. I, I I interview the headliner each week at Acme.
1: Hannibal Burris is here this week. God, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm going to probably punch you in the nose, <laughs> and then I'm gonna badmouth this podcast to everyone I know, and then I'm gonna go to your parents' house and pee on one of their cars. Uh you know what? My
0: dad's is a piece of crap, and no one would even notice. But uh, no, it's Cy Amundsen.
1: <laughs> Hi, dude. What's up, brother? You. What's up? You are
0: technically not headlining anymore this week, but you did last no, I night. I did last
1: night. I'm I'm home for the holidays, the holidays. <laughs> Let's be intolerant. <laughs> and um, uh, so uh, yeah, I got Hannibal's not coming until today, so I got to jump on the show and. Do it last night, which was fun.
0: Yeah, today is uh what is it? Thanksgiving Eve. Whatever yeah, the Wednesday. date is. Black Wednesday. black
1: Wednesday. Yep. This whole week is black. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Literally here at Acme. Literally. But also <laughs> this is not an intolerant program. <laughs> it's black but it is Black Wednesday. Uh so you did the show Tuesday. Uh how was it? Uh, it was funny it was, it was kind of a little bit. I did a bunch of new material, which was a little bit of a battle, you know, uh, testing new stuff when you probably should just be doing your A shit to make people happy. But I don't necessarily subscribe to that thought process. So I just I wanted to work on some things. And also I have this issue where uh if something doesn't go the way i want to I, I battle with people in the audience really <laughs> it's never a good yeah if i don't get the response i want I usually attack somebody <laughs> which isolates them and then i have to win them back and did that happen last night about four times really about four, well there's this guy last night this just complete douche tool <laughs> who i was out in the bar before the show and he's like he walks up and he goes whoa what's up man pick on me and i was like oh, oh no fuck me oh. and he goes oh yeah come on bro it's i'm tw- 25 it's my birthday and by the way he had a shirt on that said how high what a loser i'm nice. sorry nice. you want to do drugs do drugs but if you're 25 year old wearing a weed t-shirt go away forever yeah just, f- just buy a boat and poke a hole in it <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then so then he was in the show and he kept shouting stuff throughout the show and then like at the end of the show jo- show he said something and like Normally, when I if I go back and forth with somebody in the crowd, it's funny. But I like I disliked him so much as a person, like you could tell that it was just pure anger coming out of me. Really, like, you're a, like God, I didn't even have anything clever. I think I was like you're a bitch. Like I didn't I didn't have anything clever to say to the man at all. But uh, no, it was fun. It was also kind of cool. Uh, it was a lot of people that I've known or have supported me. There are there are a lot of people who. I know personally that came out to watch the show last night, which is always kind of fun. And that's because? Where were you born? I was born and raised in Worthington, Minnesota. And I've lived here, I lived before moving to California, I lived here in the cities for eight years in Orono. 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 Big, oh. big rich, white community. And uh, I was a part of it. Of course,
0: Worthington, the home of the... Turkey Day.
1: Buffaloes. Tigers. Holy cow, lots of strikeouts. Keep going. Give me another animal. Warriors. Nope. I'm trying to guess the That's mascot not an of the animal. High school. Yeah, keep going. I'm I'm it's guessing Trojans. Trojans? Yeah, it's Is the it Trojans? I never yeah. would have got that. No, no. It's no. uh it's by the way, I did uh Wichita State uh last week uh, Friday and they they gave me this gift bag. They're like, there's a bunch of school, like, merchant, like, clothes in there that we wanted to give you. I was like, yes! Yeah. And then I got the shirt out, and I'm, I'm Oh, wearing you're wearing it. it right now! And it says the Shockers yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that's a real team. <laughs> it They're is. They're the Wichita Shockers. And I was like, I can't wear this. Everybody's going to think I'm a frat douche. Yeah. Like, you Shockers, pink and stink. Right. But Like, right. no, it's... It's what their real mascot is. But, yeah, no, I'm from the home of the Worthington Trojans. They also, it it's then known for turkeys there.
0: Oh, that's right. I think I've
1: heard you talk about that before. Yeah, it's really something. So it's a big deal for Thanksgiving yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's, you'd think that would make more sense. But, no, you know every town has their town festival days. Mm-hmm. Like, Come on down to the... Hurricane days, when there was that hurricane, when we all watched it at the bar 30 years ago, woo, now we get shit-faced, like, it's just like... that's it's an excuse. Yeah, it's it's their whole lives, and uh, ours is, Worthington was the turkey capital of the world at one point, like, they cut up turkeys and sold them or some shit, I don't know. Something really exciting. Yeah, yeah, and so now they race turkeys down a street. Really? Yeah, it's a real thing, they like, there's... Cause there's well, here's, here's what happened, so the words is like we're the turkey capital of the world and then there's another city called cuero texas that they're like no Uh-oh. hold on we're the turkey capital Uh-oh. of the world. <laughs> and so then how do you settle that well how you settle it is each city raises a turkey and then on turkey day they race them down the street and the winner gets to be the turkey capital of the world for the next year yep that's how the world works that's sad well, it's not sad, but it's pathetic. Okay, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but it's funny though, too. It's really sweet to watch because, like, the turkeys like go off, like off into the crowd and shit. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, they're not they don't run straight ahead. No, I well, because they
1: like they have these two teams like all dressed in cowboy gear and they're like turkey wranglers and they're like like they're gonna keep the turkeys on the street. But if a turkey wants to like fly and hit a kid, he's gonna fly and hit sure. a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. And you hope for that. I did. I was was there two years ago, and one of them went straight into the crowd, like right near a five year old. And I was like, get him! Oh, get him! so it's it 's really exhilarating, you know
0: I was joking around about the uh, whatever high school mascot you had in Worthington, which yeah. we found out was the Trojans Trojan. and the high school I went to in St Paul uh up until my junior year it was the Indians, oh, and then that's they had it, super racist super racist, and that 's yeah. why I changed to the Hawks my senior year, and they had a huge ceremony uh in school one day when it was announced that it was the mascot was going to be changed to Hawks, yeah, and they actually brought in a hawk, a real life live hawk from the uh, Raptor Center into really? the gymnasium with like 500 kids in the, you know, in the, uh, in the seats and they're holding the hawk and it, it broke free and and flew up into the rafters <laughs> and up, up there was the netting that they would put down for the batting cages yeah. for the baseball team. Yeah. The hawk got caught
1: in the yes. nets. Yes. What a wonderful ceremony. Yeah. My favorite thing is like, I, I just, I know that certain sports are more important than racism and that's what you have to learn about this whole indian thing because like people are outraged about like the fighting suit no you can't be them and like your team had but like and so there's there's all these changes going on with a lot of these these team names and then because football is so popular. Like, well, oh, yeah, those are the Redskins. That's the most racist? The Redskins? Yeah. Holy shit, that's yeah. the most racist thing of all time. But everybody's like, yeah, but it's football. So yeah. shut up. <laughs> We're keeping the Redskins. They, they're playing the Florida Darkskins. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might as well <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's the Redskins versus the Squint Eyes. Well, you can't say Squint Eyes. Okay, but Redskins is fine. It's football.
0: Do you remember when... Uh uh, when, this is back when Michael Jordan was still like it was the prime of his career, and he yep. one, I think more than once he probably hosted Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those times, and they did one of these videos where it was uh it was him playing. They had him in like an old timey uh, basketball court, okay. like you know where they made the, like the everything look black and white, yeah, the short shorts and everything, yeah. and. Uh, and they wouldn't pass the ball to him. The whole line was, pass the ball to
1: Blackie.
0: Blackie's wide open. Pass the ball to Blackie. I'm
1: sure fantastic. they used all the white SNL guys are all 5'8". Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was
0: fantastic. That's so funny. How did you... um? You would definitely have a history here at Acme. And I will say that I've been asked to judge some comedy contests here over the years. And one of them... You were a participant, and that was the first time I ever
1: saw you really on stage all here. those years ago was the r- rooftop Did oh you was the rooftop one? one yeah i was in I hosted the rooftop competition, maybe that's what it was yeah, yeah, that was like four or five years ago, four that's years what ago it was you hosted yeah, 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 so that was my first
0: taste of sigh
1: yeah i i mean I got super lucky i uh you know I was kind of I was obsessed with like old classic television as a kid because we weren't allowed to watch m t v so I was obsessed with Green Acres and like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore and uh, Mr. Ed and all that stuff. And I love Lucy's like my favorite of all time. Wow! So I kind of I like even as a little kid I was like I want my own TV show. And then I you know growing up in Worthington you don't conceptualize something like that. Everybody like drives truck or farms or teaches. It's it's not a thing. And right. then I moved up here and uh, I, I, I I'd started to like stand up and I knew about it. But my brother-in-law, John, told me they do the funniest person in the Twin Cities contest here. And uh, he kind of forced me into doing it. And uh, I got, like, I just totally got hooked my first time on stage. And, like, I love the instant gratification of it, you know, and the immediacy of there's there's no editing. It's just you. and Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I, so at first I kind of looked at it. I was like, well, I didn't go to acting school, and this is a way to get into the world of television that I want to be in and just super fell in love with stand-up along the way. But I think the reason I did was because of this place. Like perform, like perform, I, I mean, I tricked them into thinking I was funny enough to, <laughs> to hire me here. And, and when they did, performing in front of these crowds here is there's not – many clubs if any that consistently have the type of smart fun crowd that this place has yeah it's
0: even your story about last night mobile. even in
1: spite of uh mr point me out yeah yeah just yeah. like i mean i say that and it was still like one of the better shows i've had in a really long time yeah. you know you just the, the funny part that comes with it is then you build this high expectation every time you hear You're like i want it to be the best because i know it is the best yeah you know? i've heard that before yeah so it's uh but yeah, that's that's how I came to be here. Where did you uh, go on a stage the first time was it here? It was here. That- the first time, the first time I ever went on stage here, uh, it was be- right before the contest. My dad, uh, my dad and I, he came with me, and uh, we drove here from uh, my folks live in like Alexandria, Minnesota mm-hmm. now, and uh, we drove here from Alexandria. And I told like a, a Michael Jackson joke, and it was bad, yeah. and uh, a couple other horrible jokes, and uh, I got one big laugh. And I remember we were walking out and I looked at my dad and I was like, I said something about the joke. He goes, "I oh, was that was pretty good. And I was like, yeah, that one line killed. And he goes, it was okay. It was okay. Like, he was very good at keeping me grounded. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and then... Settle down, kid. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I got fortunate to... Be put on the regular on the open mic list by uh, John Richards, who was the manager here at that time. Oh yeah, and uh, Little Johnny, and yep. uh, he was so nice to me, and I like I just basically lived here for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that came all the time. Yeah, were you? You just said you. were – Were you living
0: in Alexandria then?
1: Well, I grew up in two different places. My folks were teachers, Mm -hmm. and so they taught in Worthington, Minnesota, and then in the summer times, they owned and operated a resort in Alexandria, Minnesota. Oh, wow. So my entire childhood, I grew up in two different towns every single year, like nine months in Worthington, three months in Alexandria, and to this day, I would call Alexandria my home, uh, just because I'm not going to shit on Worthington, but I just enjoy the town of Alexandria more. My best friend lives there. A lot of my family is there, and... Um, so yeah, that at the time when I first started, I was probably spending a fair amount of time up there, but then I, I went to school here at the U. You did. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was around all the time. Yeah. Is the resort still there? They sold it. Uh, they sold it, uh, years ago, but they, they kept the property like they sold part of the resort and kept the property. So they still live up there and like, there's room for everybody to come visit. It's kind of like a giant, family like you have a big um, family right huge huge nine siblings total yeah there's a shit ton of us they're not all out of the same woman that that would be aggressive you would be on a I mean, reality show. Catholicy, yeah oh yeah. god that would be the worst um our reality show would just be called nobody's having fun <laughs> 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 um but no i i have an amazing family but uh, the, my mom was married had three remarried uh had my brother greg and i and adopted my sister sarah and Then, like six or seven years ago they adopted three teenage girls from texas yeah i know and uh <laughs> huh yeah so that's yeah they have big hearts my parents do and so that's how you get to the number nine in my family and are they done I fucking hope so <laughs> if, I, if i go home for thanksgiving they're like yeah we're gonna get a couple more i'd be like i'm not coming home anymore that's too many there's not enough beds
0: <laughs> yeah, no, don't care. Now, really. wait a minute. You, I've heard you <clears throat> in some of your uh, material. You, you mention a uh, nephew.
1: Yep. And there's really a nephew. Yep. Yep. Every like everybody I talk about in my act is a real person, and I, I would say all the stories I tell. I mean, I think a lot of them are exaggerated to find punchlines, but all of them are based off reality. Yeah. Uh, I have a nephew. I have a shit ton of nephews and nieces, but the ones I'm closest with, uh, my oldest sister Janine, she lives in Orono. That's why I lived in Orono, and I have. She has my her oldest nephew Seth, or her oldest son, my oldest nephew Seth is twenty five. Yeah, which is uh, just a couple years younger than me, which is amazingly weird. Yeah, this is that's
0: kind of what I was getting at. Like, there's got to be some if your parents got the teenagers and you have older siblings, and there's
1: got to be some weird age. Yeah, well, it's like my sister. My sister Ariel is my nephew Seth's aunt, but Seth is five years older than her so she's got a nephew that's five years older than her which that's is a crazy fucking thing. bizarre it's weird isn't it yeah and he lives right over here by acme now which is kind of nice so when i'm in town i just get to walk over here it's nice cool. but uh and then i have my nephew and niece ethan and ellie and that ethan's the one you've heard me talk about on okay. stage yeah uh, he's at the U now jesus yeah ellie's in orono and then uh there's like four five six seven other ones with another one on the way we just found out my sister ariel's preggers again congrats ariel yeah way to go more babies more babies i do i like their first baby she's awesome her name's aubrey so we're excited about the second one hopefully it's half as good as yeah that's what that's half as good would still be good Mm -hmm. that's i think that's the what most parents are going for also
0: how about tomorrow do you go see, how many of these people do you go see tomorrow?
1: Oh man, my mom had nine in her family. And so we do like the, everybody gets together and it's just like 40 winnickies That's my mom's side all into one house, eating pie and falling asleep. Yeah, It's really. Will football be on? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, come on. Yeah. We're not pussies. There,
0: I I'll be it's on I I don't I wouldn't go to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like,
1: we this family does not watch TV on Thanksgiving. Oh, your family's the worst. You yeah. have the worst family of all time. Well, they they do exist. Um, yeah, somebody was, who is telling me that their girlfriend's family refuses to turn the television on during Thanksgiving, and I was like, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I hate that shit. People like I understand that TV can be an issue with people, but these people like it. We don't watch TV. It increases creativity. Bullshit. It's going to make your kid a freak when he gets to college. There's no way. Like, hey, you want to watch Park and Rec with us? No. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and make candles. Oh, well, good luck having sex ever, guy. I'm, uh, I'm transcribing this
0: phone book into Latin. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. In
1: the of time. Yeah, everybody's just going to think your son is the kid who's going to wear another kid's skin at some point. Quit ruining his social life.
0: Hey, I had a uh, girlfriend. <clears throat> this is to a lesser degree, but I had a girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know, like ten, twelve, fifteen, long time ago, years mm-hmm. ago, and she, I, I was in no position to talk about getting married. I didn't marry this woman, yeah. but, uh, but uh, I was in no. We weren't anywhere near that. But yeah. she was so concerned about uh, Sundays being family day <sighs> in my family. Sundays are family days. And I know that, you know, if we ever got married and had children, that, you know, you probably, let me guess, you'd want to watch football on Sundays? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, football's great. Yeah, that's what you do.
1: <laughs> like half the year, you watch yeah. football on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else you can do? You can do that with your kids. Yeah. That's a, my, my biggest problem is like people, and it's not women, it's men or women where they like, they're so they put themselves in like in the way of things because they're needy and awful. <laughs> You're like, but that doesn't involve me and my wants and my. Guess what? Maybe I don't want to fucking play board games on Sunday. Maybe I don't want to, and I like Scrabble, so that's, that's not a fair example. But maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I don't want to read a book because it sounds sucky. Why don't you get yeah. in? Why don't you start doing things that are fun? Maybe if you liked fun stuff football would be a family thing exactly like and i and i don't need to watch like i do love football so i'm gonna watch football on sundays but like there's a lot of other fun like i let's go to a movie as a family we don't have to okay we are all going to sit in this circle and we are going to play the compliment game so everybody (laughs) say something nice about the person to the right
0: my dad always made sure that he was home on Sundays, and he did not. Well, you know what? It's because your dad is from Iowa, and they don't have professional football. Yeah, so, fuck say, you. I was just
1: going to say, your dad is a pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> like Your dad's a pussy. And I hope you're listening, and I hope your dad is listening. <laughs> I guarantee she's not listening. <laughs> no, I guarantee either, especially if you put it out on the weekend. <laughs> the internet on Saturdays and Sundays? No. That is together day that, that's right yeah. that's right so you um how do i say this i don't
0: want to sound like a dick but you did oh, i'm not gonna sound like a dick by saying this but you did what the uh and i brought this up to a lot of people this is a lot of prefacing for such a stupid no question. it's fine um you did the thing the you left minnesota and moved to la yeah yeah a lot of people i bring that up to are like oh, i don't need to do that oh, i can stay here and uh, so yeah people do that they think it works and they come back in five years broke
1: yeah you're doing it right now yeah i mean i think there's i don't think they're wrong or or i'm wrong i it's all situational like i'm very very fortunate mm-hmm. i've i've fallen into a very very good situation i got a manager a few years ago at the aspen festival and she's the best manager in the world and she's at generate which i don't know if you they like they're the uh run by Dave Rath, who like is Patton Oswald's mm-hmm. manager. Yep, and, I know like, the name. Yep. And he's and he's uh you know, I'm involved he helps with me a little bit, you know, and so I'm in a like and Sam Safer is my manager's name. She's amazing. She uh has put me in all the right places. She helps me develop. She's she's great. And then I, I'm with Gersh for an agency, and I love my agents like TJ Mark Walters, my PA guy, and who's an amazing dude. And then my film people. I I'm in this really unique situation because you hear so many comics like I fucking hate my representation, mm-hmm. and, and I don't. I genuinely don't. And they were the ones that because I want to act. It's it's like I told you. That's what I got into it to do. And you you can't do that here. And yeah. at a certain point, either you cowboy up or you get the fuck out of the rodeo you know not to sound like a hillbilly but i am a hillbilly so um i I did i I made the jump and and i've been i'm getting the opportunities that i want it's a lot of hard work to get to where i need to be but i'm getting the opportunities but i also think there's that aspect of there's a lot of people who their career aspirations are different and if your career aspirations are to be a top-notch headlining stand-up comic it's easier to grow comedically in a city like this than it is a city like LA because stage time is so scarce and everybody's so pretentious and judgmental. Like you can grow better in a community like this, especially if you're in this club, like Mm -hmm. if you're in a club like this or like in Cincinnati is another place where they've got a great club. If you're in a club, a scene with a great couple clubs and you can really improve. I mean, there's both sides of the coin. I think it all is based upon goals. And I mean, not to sound like a dick, but I, I have, large goals that yeah. I, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't want to nothing ridiculous, but I, I have some heavy expectations and to get there, you have to go to where you can achieve. Yeah. You know, it sucks out there. <laughs> it does suck. But I mean, not, I like where I live. I live kind of North of LA. I don't live in the city.
0: Okay. But I was going to ask that.
1: It's a weird culture. It, I mean, that's people aren't lying when they say that there's like a, there's like this crisis of aging, which is a funny thing where everybody can't accept how old you know back here sure people are fatter but um (laughs) but like women they age and they just accept generally how old they are and which i think is a beautiful thing you Mm -hmm. know whereas out there Mm because i had a laundromat and i walked in and there's this woman facing away from me and she had like this long long like feathered blonde hair and like a hip jean jacket and designer jeans and these hip boots I was like, hmm, and she turned around. She had to have been 80 years old. Yeah. Her face was so weird. I was like, cut your hair. Ah, Just be an old lady. Yeah, yeah. Who looks at you and is like, hey, grandma. Holy shit. Yeah, I wish I could pull her hair, but it's too short. Yeah, ugh, grody. <laughs> so it's, it's so then it, there's a, there, but there are, I do really like the work, and I do really like the, the community, the specific community that I live in. Yeah, you
0: know? are you getting a lot of, are you? Do you want to, or are you getting stage time
1: out there, um, I'm, ge- I am like, I, I moved out for pilot season, you know, for and and that was just chalked full, and that was my focus because I was pretty happy. I'm always trying to improve my stand up, but I was I was content and knowing that my focus had to shift a little bit into the acting world, and uh, so I didn't get up a ton i got up some but not a ton last pilot season and now living out there i'm getting up more and more and more and when did you move two years ago uh about a year ago a year ago about a year ago yeah It's that recent wow yep and so and i'm i'm settled into it now the nice thing is like i'm back when i like because i don't have a it's not like a day job thing so if there's time like i'm home for three weeks right now right around thanksgiving and i'll be home for another two at christmas and then Things kind of slow down out there in the summertime. So I was home a lot last summer, which is because all my friends and family are here. And that's the tough part. The tough part is leaving everybody I care about here because I'm, I am a big family person and I have a close knit group. I think you're forced
0: to be, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I do, I love them, but it's, that's, that's the difficult thing. But yeah, I think the other thing is people, I think people, when you hear that thing where they're like, I came back broke and they fucking hated it. Well, I think you have to understand what you're getting into Mm -hmm. and you have to understand how many people are trying to get into it. And you have to understand where, like where your opportunities are going to come from because it is, there's so many people who go out there like, I'm going to make it. And how many of them will? Yeah. You
0: know. are you meeting people that are in your exact same position is, um, there, is that a is there a bond with anyone you meet out there, um like? i mean
1: i because i i did montreal the new faces and that was there's a number of guys that were kind of in the same climbing spot i was like you know and uh and there's a dude that tom really likes it's a buddy of mine gerard carmichael yeah and god he's so funny and you know he's he actually just he hit something big he's gonna be on uh the new show that the guys from How I Met Your Mother created—it's called The Goodwin Games. Oh, okay. And it's—he's so funny, and he's got a role on that. And so he's—he's he's in a, a similar climbing position as me. Yeah. And I've got a couple—couple couple guys that 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 you can relate to and stuff like that. But it's also fun because there's then I have. Friends back here who I can relate to in a more of a stand up sense, you know. Who yeah, are, yeah. Fact, I see what you mean. Doing it about I like the same amount of time.
0: I like the way you said that the similar climbing position. Yeah, because
1: I really what that really is what it is. It is, yeah. And I think I think one thing that people have a really hard time with is the failure rate. Yeah, and I have a hard time with it. I think anybody would, but I think the reason because it's you fail so much and you do so many. The other thing is you do so many things behind the scenes that nobody ever sees, and then people's like, well, "When is it going to happen?" You are like. Soon, I hope. I'm working my ass off. <laughs> yeah. But you, they, it's, it's this like, it's such a high failure rate because the reward is so great. Yeah. You know, the, the reason you fail constantly, constantly, constantly is because when you have that high of a reward, there's a lot of people chasing it. And you just have to accept that. My dad said something great about how, you know, talking about one of my best friends uh, who puts in hardwood floors and uh, yep. Eric Grimes, floors and more. It's not a big deal. You guys look him up. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, um, he, he's like, well, you know, everybody has bad days at work. Stand-ups just work and acting's just work. He goes, everybody has bad days at work. But when your friend has a bad day flooring, it's going to, it affects him, but he goes home and he transitions into the other parts of his life, his family, his hobbies, his like, he transitions, not that it doesn't bother him, but he, he goes into other parts of his life. And I think with stuff like music and stand up and acting, those are such passions mm-hmm. and also jobs when it's hard people can't transition out of the struggle you know what i'm saying like it's hard to have a horrible show in toledo ohio and then go sit in a hotel room by yourself and just be like well it's work but I, th- I think that's a that's a major component is you have to you have to go well it's work and some days work is gonna suck yeah and i'm gonna fail i say that and then every time i fail i'm like fuck this <laughs> just throw a chair I'm moving to Worthington. I'm going no, never. I'm, I'm coming home. I think there's a stage at the bowling alley. Yeah, I would rather <laughs> I would rather jump my neck through a rope. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a good bowling alley there. Of course they do. Yeah, that's a good bowling alley. Of course alley. they do. Um
0: what uh, are you writing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I mean, I I I Writing on our our own projects My best I, I got lucky My best friend Is actually a phenomenal writer And is my writing partner And so we get to work On a lot of stuff together And uh I've done some. I've been in and done some punch ups for a show, like other shows that are on or like pilots that are going. But I, taking a writing job is a is a heavy task because that takes you out of the auditioning world. And so we we more focus on our own projects. And we we just finished writing a short film that we're going to make. And I think we were talking about that. Did we talk about that? Yep, on, KQ on the uh, on the radio yesterday? show. Yep. And um, that's something we're really excited about. And we have a number of other projects that you know we kind of. I refrain from talking about a little bit because then you look like a dick when they don't happen. But sure. The sure. short film is going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, we'll probably film it in January and Tom Bernard's going to do the voiceover for it, which is going to be fun. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we got some really good people in it. Gerard Carmichael's in it. Todd glass. It's it's, and, and we're hoping we're trying to nail a couple other guys down too. And, it's funny. It's going to be really good. So, it's kind of writing is is a super fun thing. It's the notes and the editing that's the shitty thing. <laughs> you know when you have I, to
0: What kind of uh what that that whole process? What kind of uh, experience do you have in that?
1: Um, I mean, it's it's just it's it's a helpful cuz you like again, my manager is amazing because she helps. She knows what people want to see. And she knows the form, you know, it's like a resume. Like, first and foremost, when you hand a resume in, if it's not done correctly, they'll throw it out. Like, yeah. if it's not in the right format. There's the same thing with writing scripts, you know, if they look at it and it's not formatted correctly, just get rid of it because it's easier to weed out the pack, you know? Sure, sure. But, uh, so she, she but then we, we go through content editing with, uh, you know, just to get it. And I, I use some comics back home here to do that, some of my good friends. Oh, awesome. And yeah, and it's good, it's painful because you know when you write something you believe in it and you don't like other people to be like I don't think that's right but that's but you have to do that because it makes for a better a better final piece like that the short film we wrote I think we went through like eight or nine drafts of it I wrote the first draft in literally like four hours I got the idea one night and I just sat down and I was an idiot I just had a notepad and I wrote the whole thing on a notepad and I should have just fucking typed it right because i'm an idiot so then the next day i had to go through and put it all in a computer but my brain was running and then then we rewrote it and then we got notes and then we rewrote it and then i sent it out for notes we so we're probably like on like i said eighth or ninth version of it at least and it'll probably change a couple more times probably when you look at the difference now from when it started it it pays off
0: you're going to be replaced it's your own project but you're going to be replaced by a younger uh A younger guy. Yeah. yeah. A younger,
1: handsomer Psy. Yeah. No, fuck that. (laughs) I wrote it. I will be the guy. (laughs) (laughs) You, uh, you did Conan. Yeah. Oh so fun. Yeah. I want to hear about it. It I'm a huge Conan fan. I am too. And I, I, I I think it's such a, I think it's so stupid, I, Like, I know, not that we need to hash it, but you know, we go back to the Tonight Show thing, and, and people are talking about ratings on TBS right now, and you're like, the way people, Conan's audience watches television is so different. Oh, they, yeah. It's like if you had given people of our generation, in 10 years when we all have kids, we would have all been watching the Tonight Show almost every night. But right now, 20s and early 30s, we go out, we're single, we don't, and we Hulu it. We, you know, we get it on... Uh, I
0: watch his uh, clips on my Conan app.
1: Yeah, see, yeah. that's what that's what I'm saying. And I don't, uh, you know, there's not a great way to quantify that at this point, yeah. I don't think. And so, and I do, I think he's amazing. I think he and Fallon are, are both great right yeah. now, but Conan's obviously my favorite. And yeah. going on there... Was amazing for a number of reasons. One, just to to make a debut and be able to get your comedy out that far. Two, Chris Elliott was the guest that night.
0: Oh, see, and, I didn't watch that. I, I watched it online. That's yeah, where I saw it.
1: He was the guest, and he's like one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. I love Chris Elliott. So to have it was when I walked out to perform. It was him and Conan and Andy Richter all sitting there. Yeah, and uh, it's funny they like they you, they put you on a mark beforehand. They're like, "This is where you're going to wait." Right. And they don't tell you. They bring you there, and then they just leave you there, and you're in between two curtains. So it's just you standing by yourself there just like, oh, shit, just like in silence before you go out, which is kind of nerve-wracking. What if I don't walk out? Yeah, but it was super fun, and, uh, you know, all three of those guys, but Conan especially, said some things that were very validating, you know, which is a nice, like, you, that was, that set. I guess it was probably seven years in the making, you know, yeah, basically from I when I started comedy. That's my start. And uh, so to have somebody validate it with some nice words and somebody you look up to is cool. That's awesome. Do you literally
0: look up to him? Who's taller?
1: Um, I think it's eye to eye. Really? I really think it's eye to eye. Yeah, which is good because I, I hear how that I'm too tall quite often. So <laughs> it's nice to be like, well, he's fucking tall. He's doing fine. Yeah. Well, Pharaoh's tall. Just shut up. Just don't don't pay attention. Shaquille O'Neal did all right for himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. A different world, but he did all right. <laughs> the most amazing thing has been happening. as uh, has happening right now. There's this dude who put up on YouTube. He took his phone and he recorded my Conan mm-hmm. uh, with his phone, and then he did commentary of my material. And put it up underneath the title, Psy Amundsen Sucks. And it's brutal commentary. He's like, he's fucking bland. Like, he rips me apart, right? (laughs) And the first time I saw it, I was like, because I went through and I saw it, I was like, I bet it's one of my friends or somebody being funny. That's what I'm thinking. And then I checked out his YouTube page. Nope. Just some dude. I saw, like, he does another one where it's his face talking just some dude who just super hates my comedy. No shit. Yeah, it's it's so funny. And I like I got a lot of positive response from the Conan, but I got like two like really negative emails where you're like, "Oh, that's right. There are people in the world who are really sad." Yeah. Things, mm-hmm. But it's that cool thing where, you know, I got that positive reinforcement from Conan and Andy and Chris and then from other people who are really important to me in my life that I look up to. Yeah. And it, you, it can't ruin it for you. No, but fuck it's, no. it's almost comical. Like, we, it's the, the Simonson sucks video is, it's amazing. That's a good watch. It's like...
0: I- if I had a better connection down here in the basement at Acme, I'd pull it up right now.
1: Dude, it's so funny. He's like, does
0: he have other videos of ripping on other comics? Or no, just you? he
1: like he he has. He does a review of the movie Project X, and he really hated the movie Project X. And the funny thing is, he like they aired the Conan in August sometime, and that's when he caught it. So oh. that's when this went up. Okay, and he like. Yeah, he hated my delivery and said I was bland and was like... And I think one of his exact lines was, if Todd Barry did these jokes, they'd be good. What? But he sucks. Like, it was, it's amazing. It's super amazing. <laughs> I know a lot of comics are so bothered by YouTube comments or, or hate, and I don't give a shit. That guy... His like his most his most videos have like forty six views. You're like, yeah. that's a sad world to live in. Not- no,
0: you're giving him more attention than he would have got. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, yeah. Enjoy, no en- enjoy your ripping on people in your basement. I'm gonna be, I'll be over here smiling and cashing checks. That's oh, right. in the sunshine. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: What uh I. Did you like when I meet uh, when I meet famous people like that? That I look up to, like up to. Like if I met Chris Elliott, I'd definitely get my picture taken. Did you get a picture taken?
1: I didn't because they were so. There was he. He was so cool and nice, and it, that was hard for me to cross the bridge into. And I trust me, I wanted to because, like I said, yeah. cabin boy. Yeah, he had one get of, a life. Oh my gosh, yeah, and so but I. I kept it together, and I just I got to talk with him, shake hands, and he yeah. was super nice, and that was that was good enough for me. The experience of it was, but I'm that I'm that same way, you know. Where it's also though, like I've started to dread meeting the people I really have looked up to because I don't want it ruined. You know what I'm sometimes saying? Sometimes it happens. Yeah, sometimes it happens, mm-hmm. and it happens with athletes, you know. And you're like, oh, you're a piece of shit. Damn it! Damn, Damn it! Oh yeah, I had your poster. Yeah, I got a story I got a story for you about Kirby Puckett. I'll tell you. I literally cannot say on Okay, and I got to tell you, because I have a story that's like the most wonderful thing about Kirby Puckett. He's one that I met, and I've, he, it's, and that's the thing, I get into that discussion all the time, because I'll tell a story, and they're like, fuck Kirby Puckett, and I'm like, how dare you? When I was a kid, uh, he came to our school for the Twins Caravan in I, Worthington.
0: I, I, I worshipped him. I mean, I yeah, yeah, loved him. Me loved. too.
1: I literally, I teddy br- bear, like a teddy bear. Yeah, I brought a sign to school that said, I wish Kirby was my dad, which my dad will not let go at this <laughs> point, by the way. And Kirby, like, he saw it, he thought it was hilarious, and he walked through the crowd on his way out and gave me the hat he was wearing. And that was like, as a 14 year old kid, I like, I lost my shit. Oh, yeah. And then the assistant principal wouldn't let me get it signed because Miss McAllister, you know, it wasn't Miss McAllister. It was somebody, but she sucked. I liked Miss McAllister. Who was the one that sucked? It doesn't matter. But whoever it was wouldn't let me get it signed. And then, uh yeah, so I like Kirby Puckett, but I've, you know, I have that discussion often.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know,
1: there's contradictory views
0: i i'll just say that we had a uh uh the you know my main job the over on the kq morning show we had when all that shit came out about kirby um uh fraternizing with other gals behind yeah. his wife's back yeah and then we had the woman uh oh, one of you one, her on the air yeah in studio oh shit. she broke down and started crying his his mistress. Basically. Overweight white mistress. Yeah. Ugh. That claims that her kid is really his. and But that's not, that's not the secret part. I have, I we'll wish do I could air. tell you, but I literally we'll can't do it say it right air. now. We'll, we'll it I know something air. that is so bad that that we'll, we'll is do it off t- air. tarnishing my image. I might not even, let, I might
1: not even let you tell me actually, because I don't want it. I don't want, I don't need it ruined. That's the thing. You don't want it ruined. It's a horrible, horrible thing. <laughs> it's really
0: bad. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> oh boy. We were talking before uh, we were having some lunch here in yeah. Acme before we started recording, and you said you're a history buff and I love also history, yeah. presidents.
1: Yeah. yeah. to stuff of facts yeah, about yeah, presidents. Yeah, I, love, I love presidents.
0: Uh, well, and you're from the Turkey capital of America, at skin. least this year. Yeah. I have some questions for you. I want to test your knowledge. Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, I know. These are just true or false. Okay. How many are there?
0: I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Maybe there's just one if
1: this Mm -hmm. goes really poorly. I'm the smartest, so let's do it.
0: (laughs) All right. This is number one. Republicans and Democrats used to celebrate Thanksgiving on different days. True. You know that? Is that a guess? You know that? Yeah. Would you remember when it was? Uh, No, I have no idea. In the early 1940s, Republicans were upset that uh, Roosevelt moved Thanksgiving earlier in November and continued to celebrate Thanksgiving last Thursday of the month as Abe Lincoln had declared it. So you're right. One for one. Franklin Roosevelt moved Thanksgiving earlier in November to give people more time to shop. True or false? That's false. That's true. That
1: is true? Yeah. That's stupid. The owner of a chain of department stores lobbied him to move it. Ugh. Yeah. And people think we're corrupt now. Yeah, yeah. He moved a holiday.
0: (laughs) I I would vote for having a few of them just moved off the calendar
1: completely. Yeah, that's true.
0: That'd be fine with me. All right, number three. The tradition of the president pardoning a turkey on Thanksgiving began with Abraham Lincoln.
1: No, that's false. It is false. The turkey that wasn't even a thing with Thanksgiving. It didn't become an annual
0: tradition until 1989, yeah. when uh, George H. Bush began doing it. Although other presidents had done it from time to time before then.
1: They uh, they said I saw that Peta asked Obama not to pardon a turkey. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. What point are they trying to make?
0: You know who else doesn't want us to eat turkey tomorrow? Turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Turkeys everywhere. That's right. It's- I don't even want to give the real answer. It's, you already fucking—that's perfect. The real answer is Paul McCartney.
1: Unfortunately, what a pussy. Yeah, so I'm three for four. Yeah, yeah, nice job. Damn All right. It.
0: The president has been presented with a live turkey every year since 1947. True or false?
1: What year did the war end? Forty. Okay, I'm going to say that that's true. It
0: is true. For years, they were slaughtered and eaten for Thanksgiving dinner. Yep, kicking ass. The pardoned turkeys, this is number five, are sent to a special petting zoo at Camp David. No, that's false. It is false. A farm in Virginia used to get them. Recent turkeys have been sent... Oh, you... Recent turkeys have been sent to Disney World or to George Washington's estate in Mount Vernon.
1: Yeah, because if we're not going to kill them, let's do the only thing that's worse than killing them. Sending them to Disney World.
0: <laughs> what do they do there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Little turkey with Mickey ears on, <laughs> <laughs> just hates its life. It can't even gobble anymore.
0: Hubble, 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 hubble. You're not even gonna give me a fast pass. It does his
1: his his uh, his his thing that hangs down. Does what whales do when they're in captivity, and it just curves over around its neck. That's how you can tell it's one of the sad turkeys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Auto-erotic asphyxiation. Exfixi- I can't even <laughs> say it. Exfis, ex- asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Holy asphyxiation. cow. Asphyxiation. Thank you. Next one. This is this is good. The decision on which turkey will be pardoned is made when the turkey is born. True or false? True. Damn. You're right. Yep. They're given special training, blah, blah, blah. A pres- uh, number seven, a presidential pardon adds an average of six years to a turkey's life. That is false. what Don- is it?
1: Don't turkeys die like, yeah, like pretty quickly That's afterwards. Right. Yeah, since turkeys
0: have been bred for generations to be large and get slaughtered at a young age, they, they have heart they, problems and they just keel. Yeah, they yeah. don't live another year. Yeah, you're doing awesome. Have you missed two so far? Two or three? <laughs> one. I've missed one okay, so far. Just so for the two. record, they <laughs> they bring number eight. They bring two turkeys to be pardoned each year, just in case one of them gets sick or refuses to cooperate. That is true. It is true. Nice. Number nine, George W. Bush was the only president to mention Jesus or Christianity in his Thanksgiving proclamation. That's false. It is false. He never did. The only two presidents to give a Christian Thanksgiving proclamation were Cleveland and McKinley. Mm. And number 10, every president to give a Thanksgiving proclamation has
1: thanked God. That's true. Nope. Which one didn't? Don't say no, Obama. This is like a bonus question. Which one didn't? Okay, say ask me the question again. Eight out of ten is pretty good. Just for the record, everybody that's not here right now, you so, get a B. So that's yeah, good. yeah. Well, you would have gotten an F. <laughs> I, yeah. After three of them, um, but go ahead. Every ask the question.
0: Every president to give a Thanksgiving proclamation has thanked God. Which president did not thank God? I will say... Shh, uh, Is it a Democrat? Between the years 1960 and 19... I was going to guess Nixon. 90.
1: No. Oh, could you narrow it
0: down by 30 years? 1960 to 1980. Kennedy. No. 1970
1: to 1980. Just tell me who the fuck it is. <laughs> Gerald Ford. Oh, that... Bitch. Yeah, I know, I know. Gerald do you remember that SNL sketch where the Tom Brokaw had to record all the stuff for when he was on vacation and he had to preemptively like Gerald Ford was killed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gay. <laughs> that was so funny.
0: Speaking of that, did I bring that story? That was one I wanted to bring to your attention. Oh yeah. Did you uh how many people are gonna be at your thing tomorrow? Thanksgiving? A lot. Like probably
1: thirty. 30? Thirty or more. Yeah. Who do you think's gonna come out of the closet? In my family? Yeah. Fucking nobody. Really? Yeah. <laughs> not at Thanksgiving, they're not. No? If they're going to come out, they're going to do it quietly, one person at a time, and hope everybody's cool with it. <laughs> I come from, like, and I like, I have a very tolerant family. I've always said that, like, if I can't, uh, and I'm, I'm straight, but I, if I came out gay, I think everybody in my family would be cool with it. My grandma might be like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> but, like, my uncle, I, I have, like, old farm uncles and shit, like... You know, and I'm not, I just, I think it would, it, like, everybody would be fine with it, but announcing it at Thanksgiving dinner, terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a terrible idea. Well, there was a story that came out uh, that, uh, blah, blah,
0: blah. This Thanksgiving survey, uh, blah, blah, blah. here it is. The gay gay dating website called gaydating.com, very creative. 16 years. been gay date. Like, J date. Hey,
1: yo. J gay date. Gay Jews. <laughs> gay Jews. Let's, gay Jew let's, let's, let's trademark that.
0: 68% of gay men who are still in the closet say they're planning to come out to their families this weekend.
1: Holy shit, that's gutsy. Yeah. Why would you like... But I suppose it's the, the time that most everyone's home. 55% plan to come out during Thanksgiving dinner.
0: 35% are going to wait for the right moment to say it over the long weekend. And 10% will bring their boyfriend to Thanksgiving dinner
1: gutsy if they don't know you're gay that's too gutsy right that's like (laughs) do you still have a brother is there a brother that isn't married yet uh no he's straight (laughs) uh but uh, uh what
0: if he brings his friend this year
1: oh man i he's got a girlfriend that we all like so we've met her but dude that's (laughs) <laughs> That's too much like and I'm I'm a huge I was a huge proponent of the vote no I'm a huge yeah, proponent sure. like in just in terms of human rights in general do what you want in terms of love and happiness that was my big thing with the vote no like everybody was talking about it was just comes comes down to that term pursuit of happiness mm-hmm. like I don't think You just shouldn't stand, like, happy, a a wonderful, loving relationship is, like, the truest form of happiness. And, like, most people look at the making that official as the happiest day of their life, you know? And to stand in the way of that seems ridiculous. But I I just, like, despite the fact that I'm a huge proponent of all those things, it seems like a really over-the-top, ballsy move to just... Out of nowhere, bring a boyfriend home. It'd be like instead of like confessing a crime to you, like I killed someone. It'd be like. Hey, here's a knife and a dead lady. Just like it's just like a lot all at <laughs> once. You're like, couldn't you just have told us about it? Yeah. You just you going put it right in our face. They might as well come in with technos and just dildos everywhere. <laughs> ns, 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 ns. Just like a party of strobe light introducing your son. He's not straight anymore. <laughs> just slapping your dad in the face with a rubber dong. <laughs> if you're going I suppose if you're gonna go, just go big. You know, just balloons with pictures of like men kissing on them and stuff just uh you
0: know like those things that i'm sure when a bachelorette party shows up for one of yeah yeah, just yeah
1: there's just they raided a bachelorette store so they just have penis necklaces Uh Uh and they're skipping around the living room everybody this is the thing now that'd just be the greatest
0: (laughs) well if uh you're on twitter right
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm being forced to start using my Twitter handle. Oh, okay. My friend started a fake Cy Amundson Twitter page, Brooks Robinson. Oh, okay. And uh, he's got like 400 followers (laughs) without me tweeting ever. It's just him tweeting horrible stuff every once in a while. But uh, I am officially, as of soon, gonna be tweeting.
0: Oh, so you're not right now.
1: I will. Yeah. So let's just as soon as this gets on the air, I will be tweeting officially. It's my big goal for this the rest of this month.
0: Okay. Well, if something happens at Thanksgiving, will you at least tweet it then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just you'll just see a picture of you know my brother asleep and one of us trying to put something inappropriate in his <laughs> ear, which is gonna be awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, Greg fell asleep. Somebody make that wet and put it in his ear. <laughs> Just make him throw up while he's sleeping. <laughs> did you get picked on by uh, family at all when you were growing up? Um, no, not by not by family. We got we got such a cool family, man. Uh, I got picked on in school a bit. You know, I think I think everybody probably did to some degree or another because I, I got picked on kind of mercilessly, but then also in turn picked on people. So it's like this awful chain. But in, in my family. Man, I'm I'm pretty super lucky. My older brother Jess is like my one of my best friends in the world cool. and you know, not nothing, no picking really. The worst one that happened to me was when I was in junior high. One of the worst ones is I, I went into the stall and this back when everybody wore pretty baggy jeans yeah. after lunch and I went to pee and uh I finished peeing, and I hit the the flusher on the urinal, and the water ran down and got all over my legs, so it looked like I peed my pants, <laughs> and i didn 't even notice because they were down, then I pulled them up, and I washed my hands, and I went out, and somebody's like, "So I pissed his pants, and it was like the most miserable like I got like just destroyed for like two weeks at school it was horrible nice yeah not nice it was horrible
0: not nice what do you uh so what's next you got thank we got thanksgiving that's done what else are you
1: gonna do what's the next month thanksgiving uh, i'm doing a show in uh, hudson wisconsin no river falls wisconsin <laughs> Um uh, after the week after Thanksgiving there's a guy who puts on a cool like big like kind of half theater show there that I do once a year. Yeah. And then uh then head back uh for for about 2 weeks to L.A. to sew some things up and then I'll be back for Christmas and I'm I I think my next club week is at a place called Stanfords in Kansas City yeah. uh, right after the New Year and I've got some you know some colleges and some corporates in between now and then but I'm kind of excited to be just getting to see everybody that's been the greatest part about the last week or so i've just been around all my friends and family which is amazing
0: now i just thought of this we talked about you mentioned right away how your real goal is to be you know an actor Mm -hmm. and
1: well uh, i think i i mean that's an that's that was originally the goal it's amended to also be a like the best stand-up i can their co-goals but go on okay yeah. yeah yeah okay and
0: uh We've also talked about it Saturday Night Live a few times. Was mm-hmm. that ever a goal? Is it was. It still- it was that's,
1: that. That was the moment. Like I became twelve. Or thirteen, Like, I still loved all those old TV shows, but then it was Saturday Night Live. That was my goal. That was my life goal up until a few years ago was okay. to be on Saturday Night Live. I Who mean, were the stars when you were 12? Uh, I, I don't know if it was right at 12, but the guys that I really... I came in on the, the tail end of Mike Myers and, and Carvey on and those, so I don't really necessarily remember those guys, but Sandler, Farley, David Spade, yeah. Chris Rock, yeah. you know, that's, and... I like Will Ferrell, but I'm more into his movies than I was his SNL because I didn't really watch SNL in that time. I've been pretty obsessed with it the last five years. I think the cast has been great again. But Sandler, Farley, Spade, and Rock, and Rob Schneider and those guys were were all so freaking funny. And, I mean, everybody's so hard on Sandler. I love Sandler, man. And, I like, he has a forever pass in my book simply for Billy Madison. Mm -hmm. Uh, The movie's amazing. And it was, you're going to think I'm an idiot for saying this, but ahead of its time. They did a lot of weird shit in that movie that everybody takes for granted now, like a culture club dance scene and that weird penguin. He's that just going to say, the
0: penguin. There's a lot of... I re- smoked a lot of pot when that movie came out, so yeah. it, it felt like it made sense to me and it was not a big deal. Well, but I watched the movie again about a year ago. I was like, how did this not... Why didn't I talk about this more? Like, yeah, what the and, fuck is this
1: penguin? And and like and how about the, like just like now everybody now it's more like common alternative fodder to put a, a musical number in a movie, yeah. like a weird musical number. But the Do you have any more gum? More gum? More gum? That no one had really done anything uh, like right. that. And so I mean, people are a little hard on him, and I, I have the utmost and I was like I, I was I'm a huge fan of his. So yeah. so that's a. Uh, that's the end of that but yeah no I love SNL it yeah. was always kind of a goal but you goals get amended as you get older and realize what your skill sets are <laughs> do you do any impressions um I do I got to audition for in living color last year because they're redoing that and I was gonna start laughing really no they're redoing it and uh they need know. one white guy yeah, 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 and I almost got to be that white guy. I got to audition for Keenan Ivory, and uh, and I had to do impre- Seriously? Like, yeah, yeah, was, and I, like, I, do, I, I, don't, I do more characterizations because I don't have a great impressionist voice, but yeah. it was weird. I had to be in a room with him, and uh, I had to do like three celebrity impressions and uh, three original characters, and I think my three celebrities were I did Dirk Nowitzki, uh selling his uh selling his video on how to be a successful white nba player yeah uh i did uh drunken sam Elliott, and i did chris angel as a as a sex addict nice. which is my favorite character so <laughs> It was really, really fun. It was, a, it was a weird, weird experience, but it was really, really fun. You didn't get it, obviously. I didn't get it. it got close, uh, but. And is the show's really it. happening? Like, uh, it's. I think it's going through a lot to get there, but it's it's supposed to have two episodes on Fox, and if they go over well, it's supposed to be picked up for a full season. But those episodes are supposed to air last spring, and I don't think they have hmm. yet. So, it's funny. This takes so long for stuff to take course. Yeah. You know. So who knows? It, I think it would happen. I think if Keenan wants it to happen, it's going to happen. He's I had no idea. Successful. I loved that show. Yeah, yeah, I and I think that's that why show. it's taking so long to get it out because. That show, look at what it launched. I mean, everybody who's on there is a monster. Yeah. The Wayans brothers, you have Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx. The white know, lady. Yeah. Okay, she didn't make no, it. No, she didn't make like it, but that she's a white lady, so that makes sense. But you know, but that it launched like the monsters. Look look at Jim Carrey and oh, just yeah. Jim Carrey and Jamie Fox. David Allen Rear, Believable, yeah. but all every all of them are all monsters. Yeah. And so, I have
0: one more quick question here. Yep. Uh because I didn't even know that this person existed until I heard him on the radio this morning at my drive over here. Talk about your brother, the place for the Timberwolves.
1: <laughs> Did you know Lou that there's... Lou Amundsen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our cousin. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, he is. S- Seriously? Second cousin, yeah. No way. No, he absolutely is, yeah. <laughs> really? You, have you looked at him? He looks exactly like, well, more like my brother Greg, but yeah, he's our second cousin. Have you met him? His, yeah. Like, we spend a ton of time, I mean, they're from, they're from overseas, but he's on my dad's side. He's my dad's cousin's son. Really? No, fuck you, you stupid idiot. Of course not.
0: <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I fall for some dumb shit. Can I? <laughs> let's end it with this. <laughs>
1: True or false, I was voted most, most gullible in high school. Uh, false, but the only reason I say that is because you're gullible enough to believe that I would say false in that situation.
0: <laughs> Perfect. That's it. Thank right, you, Sai. Thank si. you,
1: man. I appreciate it. <laughs>